honestly. Not at all irritating to your ears. I hope we blew out your headphones. With <laughs> You're welcome. This is honestly, it's a podcast. That's Logan. <laughs> you know how we normally do it. Um, that was Zoe, the person who just said all of that. Yep. And I am Logan. That's Logan. As Design. mentioned, Logan. As previously and mentioned, Zoe. Honestly, it's a podcast mm-hmm. hosted by two people who go by the names Logan <laughs> and, Zoe. and Zoe. And we're just going to slow clap our way out of here. <laughs> we were just talking about Catfish and the iconic episode that is the slow clapping, you got me there guy. I mean, what more can be said? <laughs> Just slow claps for him, truly. He deserves <laughs> As I said, it's a power move to walk up to somebody just slow clapping. First of all, to speed into a park, an <laughs> oh, empty yeah. park, to speed your crusty falling apart car into this park, swerve into a parking spot, get out aggressively, and start aggressively slow clapping up to a yeah. sitting down person and a man in crutches. I mean, nothing says power move more than that. Like, he was asserting his dominance. He was. You got him there. He succeeded. You got him there. Finger guns, another sign of dominance. I don't know what just happened. I'm like Spider-Man, I guess. Just whatever. <laughs> Embrace it. How are you? Um. <laughs> like, hand gesture. Uh, it's been kind of like a shitty week, yeah. but, you know, I'm here. Surviving. I mean, it's, <laughs> eh, fuck it, whatever, <laughs> honestly, like, sometimes there's Doing bad weeks. Sometimes there is. There is? That's not There correct. is, there are, there I... will be. <laughs> <laughs> True. True. You're not wrong. I'm just doing my best to make it through. How yeah. are you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. It has been a trying week. It's this for week has just everyone felt involved. Like it's fucking eight years long. Um, yeah, it's I've, been a yeah. lot. It's just truly the most a week could probably be. So much has happened. So much. Nothing to me personally. Actually, like personally, yeah, very quiet week. Everything around me going to shit. Chaos. (laughs) The start of, like, if you count last weekend as, like, the start of Absolutely we will. Two things happened on the same day of me going to work that I need to delve into. Lay it on me. This is brand new information. Set the scene. My dad's driving me to work. We turn the corner onto the street he drops me off on, 
and immediately hear a man screaming. Obviously aggressive screaming towards other people, persons, whatever. Pause. Is there a way to scream not aggressively? He was he wasn't screaming like he was in trouble. But I feel like even if you're in trouble like that's, that's aggressive. That's aggressive. You you right. You got me. You got me there. Um, so immediately I'm, like, hyper-vigilant. I'm like, sure. where is the screamer? Yes. <laughs> I'm, like, looking. Must locate. Find him. Okay. He is obviously going through something. Sure. Fair. He is going up to every man on the sidewalk, mm-hmm. screaming at him, pushing him, spitting in his face. Big mood. Big, huge <laughs> mood. He was, like, inches from their face, screaming at them, going, I hate you! I hate you! Men. I wish I could do that to men. It was very frightening, and I was like, sure, Dad, do not let me out of the car here. I will get out somewhere further along the line. Right. Let's avoid this. So now at this point, like, red lights have happened, and Mm -hmm. there's, like, congestion. Uh Uh-huh. So we're stuck half-parked and half-trying to turn around. Uh Uh-huh. The guy then comes up to our car Uh and starts screaming and banging on the back of the car. Mm -mm. And my dad has to do like a U-turn in the middle of a busy street to get away from this angry man. Yes. I was like, that's fun. Good morning. That's a blast. That's great. Hello world. (laughs) So I walk in like briskly Mm -hmm. into the mall because I'm like, he's still there screaming at people. And I'm like, (laughs) people are stopping to, like, look and see where the screaming's coming from. Sure, yeah. Because he's just walking up the same stretch of road, just pushing people, screaming at them, Amazing. whatever. So I go in, and I see two security guards. I'm like, hey, go walk up if they take off. Just oh. walking. And I'm, like, still running behind them, like, because he's, like, f- like, he's, like, physically pushing people. Like, he's it's assaulting not, He's people. assaulting a bunch of people on the street. That so I was like, what we call in the assault- business. The biz. <laughs> the biz. Assaults. So... I'm like, excuse me. No, didn't, don't hear me. Love it. I'm like, <laughs> running behind them. Finally, like, tap him on the shoulder. And now, at this point, I'm like, he's going to, like, punch me right. in the face. Right, he's going to, like, whip around. this is a like, mall. Do not assault a Where, mall cop. <laughs> right, I was like, uh. And then I told him, and he was just so, like, nonchalant about it. He was like, oh, yeah, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. But he's, like, he's assaulting people outside. He's like, okay, uh, yeah, um... What does he look like? So I had to, like, describe him, and I'm like, okay, but if you I think it'll be pretty obvious which one he is. Right, like, if you step outside for two seconds, you'll hear him, and then you'll see him. If not, the other way around. He spends time, like, five minutes getting a description of this guy when he's literally outside of the door. Like, you can really hear him. Like, you could. (laughs) Because we're right at the doors at this point. I'm like, like, if you just, he's right there, and he's like, okay, um... Still asking me just, like, questions. I'm like, he's outside. Were you by the entrance, like, where, like, the H&M and, like, the Nordstrom entrance is? No, I was by the Roots. Oh, okay, down, like, the yeah, next yeah. level. Okay, cool, cool. And I'm trying to get a visual. <laughs> a visual. He was in front of Burger King and walking between Burger oh, King okay. and Vans yeah, and yeah, back. Yeah. Okay. And just doing that stretch. I feel like I'm there. You are. He's <laughs> now screaming and just, like, terror. Magic. I mean, that's kind of always how I feel downtown. Yeah, you're there's not always wrong. someone yelling. <laughs> you're absolutely right. So then he goes, "Okay, so uh, what I'm gonna do is I'm I'm gonna go outside and see if he's there." And I was like, "Okay," and just walked away because I was like, "Yeah, that's what I'm asking you to do, sir." Thanks for the play-by-play, fake officer. <sighs> so then I get 
into work and I'm frazzled because well, it's been, it was very frightening. It's been a moment. Right? And I was like, okay, let me get in. It's chaos in the store. <laughs> there's like 800 people. There's clothes everywhere. There's just so much going on and I'm like, oh my god, run to the back to get in. My manager's back there and goes, oh, you're here. Good. Start now. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, my heart's beating rapidly. And I was like, I need a sec. Okay, yeah, give me one sec. So I start, and it's busy for the first, like, little bit of the shift. Like, it's just, like, packed with people who want things and just, like, really busy, which is good because, like, we got a lot of money. <laughs> but, like, Love that. it was busier than it usually is. Mm-hmm. And then it, like, really died down. There was a nice lull, and you were like, okay. Sometimes to breathe. breathe. At this point, there's probably four people in the store. So there's this woman who the story will center around. Ooh, the protagonist. There's a woman shopping in clearance. Mm-hmm. And there's a woman and her husband in the change room who I'm helping. Okay. And then my manager's on cash and another manager's on her break in the back room. Okay. And then there's me. Okay. I'm in the fitting room, as mentioned, with this lady and her, and husband. her husband. These are the only people in the store. I already asked the lady at the cle- in the clearance if she needed help. Didn't. Already asked this other lady if she needed help. None. Mm-hmm. So I was focusing on them. Sure. This lady is telling me that she has a liver condition, mm-hmm. which causes, like, that side of her body to swell up. Uh-huh. So she needs pants that, like, don't cut into the... Okay. Which makes sense. Sure. So I'm there offering suggestions, trying to get more information. Mm -hmm. And then her husband is kind of, like, looking behind me, like, confused. Yeah. And I was looking over my shoulder, and then this other lady's there, but I only see the back of her as she's walking away. Uh And he's like, oh, I think that lady needed help. And I was like, okay, like, give me one sec. Run off after her. And I'm like, do you need a change room? And she just goes, (gasps) like, a, like, literal loud huff okay and storms away and I was like that didn't answer my question I'm gonna walk after her yeah and the husband I hear behind me going I don't know what that was about and I was like same (laughs) but didn't say it out loud I was like let me go see follow her she's now talking to my manager on cash but huffing again and turning back my way Uh and I was like do you need a fitting room huffs again runs to the like briskly walks to the this is the weirdest thing that's ever happened I was like what do you want I was so close to just screaming yeah she takes off to the fitting room now and she takes all her stuff in her hands Uh and in the section of like the bras and underwear just throws all of her stuff really aggressively onto the table with the underwear and crosses her arms like a stroppy child like just goes and huffs again and I was like, did you need a fitting room? She goes, well, I was going to ask you, but you were too busy chatting. As if I was just, like, sitting down in a chair being like, so, how's Mike? Like, right. how's life? How are the kids? Like, I was talking about stuff you in were the store. I was doing my job. to customers, yeah. which is exactly what you're paid to yeah. do. And it's not like it was super busy. It was just them in the fitting room. And I was like, well, I've opened you one, like, if you want to go in. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, I do. I was like, okay. And then the lady in the clearance now is ready for a room and comes up and this lady has not moved to go into her open change room. Uh Uh-huh. She's still standing there beside her pile of clothes with her arms crossed like an infant. Yes. And then this other lady comes and she's like, uh, can I, like, are you in line? To her and she goes, no, you just go ahead. Just go ahead. And, like, throws her arms, like, 
this lady has stolen her room and has, like, inconvenienced her to a point she's never experienced before in her life. And I just went, yeah, they're all empty. Like, I can let you both in at the same time. <sighs> so then I, like, show her to her room. Uh-huh. She picks up all her clothes, hops again, throws all of her stuff in the room, slams the door, and then in the fitting room, all I can hear her is, like, her chuntering and, like, muttering under her breath, being like, it's so messy. They're so talky. It's so messy. And I was like, oh, my God, she's having a breakdown. <laughs> so I was like, I'm just going to leave it. I didn't put a smiley face on her door Mm-mm. because I'm petty, and I just wrote her name. She doesn't deserve a smiley face. She doesn't. Face. Hi, Leanne. <laughs> if you listen, you know what you've done. So I was like, okay, like, let her in, whatever. Then I'm, like, standing out, and my manager comes and's like, is everything okay? I'm like, she's just having, like, a bit of a tantrum, like, whatever, she'll be fine. She had, like, three pairs of shorts and a t-shirt, and she spent, like, 20 minutes in the fitting room, because I think at this point she was, like, embarrassed to come out. I would Because be. of her tantrum that she yeah. had. Then, her and the lady from the clearance... Mm-hmm. Finished trying things on at the same time. Oh, Jesus. And both arrived at the cash at the same time. But at this point, my other manager from the back room was also on cash. Oh, thank God. So there was two customers. And two and people two on people. cash. So just I can do that visualize. <laughs> so the one lady goes to the manager who was out there previously. Mm-hmm. This is the clearance lady goes yeah. to her. This other lady goes... <gasps> And my other manager goes, oh, I can, I can help you right here. Like, it was like she couldn't see anything other than, like, that one thing that she right. wanted. yeah. She couldn't see, like, oh, she's helping a customer, mm-hmm. so I'll have to ask someone else. And then she went to go ask someone else, but then had a tantrum when she was helping someone else. I just, it was the weirdest thing I've ever been involved in. It was just so much, like, actual, like, it sounds so exaggerated with the huffing, but she was, like, seconds away from, like, stomping her foot and, like, stripping out of her clothes, like, a toddler, (laughs) like, it was not, I was like, are you okay? Answer, no, but that was, that was my work story for you. You get some of the weirdest grown-ass women in your store. I don't even, I don't understand. Like, were plus-size women not raised right? I guess like, not. Why are what are we of, doing, guys? Why are none of them, like, emotionally no. mature it's enough? It's just a lot of, like, older white ladies, which, like, answers a lot of questions. It's just <laughs> truly amazing. It's, I couldn't believe, because she was actually, like, making huffing noises. Like, she was, <sighs> and, like, stomping around. And crossing her arms and not moving. It was a lot. I'm flabbergasted. I was waiting to tell Logan the story since it happened. I just, it's wild to me that people feel like that's an appropriate way to get through life. Yeah. Never in my entire life have I been in a store, even when people are just like chit-chatting amongst themselves and not like helping, have I been like, it would be appropriate for me now to hear them ask me a question, mm-hmm. ignore it, huff loudly, yeah. stomp away, and repeatedly do that. Yeah. Like, never has that been, like, an appropriate... Having a tantrum is never appropriate. Not even when you're a child. No. That's why some parents get angry at you yeah. when you have tantrums and you learn your lesson and you don't have them again. There you go. 
That's fun. Tantrums should stop <laughs> in childhood if they happen at all. I mean, like, they should never start, but, like, if they're going to, like, nip that in the bud real quick. Don't let it last until you're, like, in your, like, 40s. We do not want a 40-year-old woman named Leanne walking into a clothing store and, and having, puffing and, and puffing. And having a literal, Hissy like, fit. a two-year-old. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a full-blown, like, terrible twos, toddler, temper tantrum. It's a vibe. It... Wow. We love it. We do love it. And that was just, like, the start of this fun... Yeah, boy. Fun week. What a way to kick it off. You know, does it ever happen where it's, like, something happens and you're like, oh, it's just gonna be one of those <laughs> yeah. days, weeks, months, yeah. years, lives, whatever? <laughs> yeah, know? I do. Just, like, those defining moments where you're like, oh, this is... <laughs> where everything stops around you. This is gonna be like, a yeah. theme for a while. <laughs> yep, that's me. Bet you're one... Oh my god, here every single day. No, it's fantastic. Yeah, so that's what your weekend consisted of. Yeah. My weekend started off promisingly enough, was having a good time, socializing. I never socialize. I have a very, very <laughs> short-lived social life. Going out with friends, that was fun. And then Sunday, that just came to a screeching, crashing, fiery halt. Uh, cause I had to take a trip with my mom down to, uh, visit my grandmother who was in the hospital. Fun! Cause she fell. Um, so we got to deal with that. And I'm sure to a lot of people listening, it sounds like I'm being, like, mean to my grandmother or something. Like, I'm not blaming her for falling. I'm not like, <laughs> oh, stupid her, she fell and ruined my weekend. Lady. But it was just, like, my mom had just been there the day before visiting mm. and, like, checking up on her. And then she fell overnight and then, anyway, it was a whole big thing. She lives alone. Ended up in the hospital because she fell. Luckily, she wasn't seriously injured and she got released. But we had to go deal with that, which that's what family does. But given the fact that my mom and I are the only family members <laughs> that she has that live in give this it, continent. Give a diddly darn. Um, we had to go deal with that. So that was fine. That's a fun way to spend a Sunday. Uh, yeah. So that was just a blast. Um, Especially since we're, you and I are both in the same, like, Eastern European kind of mean grandmother <laughs> boat. Kind, kind of. of mean. I'm saying it to be, I'm being delicate. Yeah. <laughs> delicate. Um, yeah, Zoe and I have very similar maternal yeah. grandmothers. Um, my, I have a very complicated relationship with mine. Uh, I don't overly like her. Yeah. Um, but I, of course, because she is family, I want to help when I can. But she is not a very nice person. Um, she has berated me throughout my life for a multitude of reasons, usually revolving around my weight or the way I look. Um, so that's so really super. nice, fun thing to do to like children. It's fun and, and healthy like, and a good way to young grow adults, up. But fair. <laughs> um, and so in recent years, I've really just like distanced myself because I'm an adult and I no longer want to put up with that and whenever I do see her I just get angry because yeah. I can't just take it like I yeah. have to I have to I just have to stand up for myself yeah. I'm not just gonna sit there and let somebody like berate me for various things and so it just turns into a whole bad situation um so that was fun super fun way to like end the weekend anyway I was off work on Monday because of that it's fine, but 
boy, Monday was a fucking bad day for Toronto. Oh, God. What Whatever. A, Jesus Christ, what a nightmare. Um, there was an attack. Yeah. I would say. Definitely would say. Um, a man in a van, which sounds like the start of a fun children's novel, perhaps. Um, he decided that it would be a super fun, great thing to do, um, to drive up on the sidewalk and mow down a bunch of pedestrians. And, yeah. And effectively killed killed ten people. And injured, like, 15 more or something. Um, Uh, A crowd of mainly women. Yes. We've come to find out Mm -hmm. based on what the motives of said attack were. Um, Basically, the guy, don't even know his name, saw it, don't care to remember it. It's not relevant. um, Was what people refer to as an incel, which is an involuntary celibate. Which means no one would sleep with him. Just an angry man who's upset because women won't sleep with him. And so, because of that, he wanted to start... The last, like, post on his Facebook was about starting the incel rebellion or revolution or something like that. And so, it was it was an attack on women. On women. And, of course media is not covering it in that way because we'll just go back to mental health things Mm -hmm. when it's beyond that yeah always but always that's great we love chalking everything up to mental illness yes like mental illness has a part in things surely it's a contributing factor but it's not the reason it is never the whole reason like there are millions of people who go through their daily lives with mental illness, who don't mow down 10 people, well, more than 10 people, but kill 10 people on a sidewalk just because. I just, and it just further perpetuates the stereotype of mental illness and that people with mental illness, like, there's something wrong with them and, like, oh, like, they're, like, quote-unquote, like, crazy and, like, oh, my God, like, they're going to do bad things. Like you said, there are so many people in this world who are on the spectrum of mental health And they are able to not kill other people. Yeah. Um, so kudos to them. I saw, I forget what news organization it was who posted this today, but I saw it on Twitter and the tagline of the, like, article that they're putting out, like, what they put with the tweet was that, um, was referring, like, talking about incels and, like, who they are and was, like, Men who believe they've been wrongfully denied sex. And they were putting that across like that was, yeah, this is a group of people who have a right to feel like they were wrongfully denied another person's body. But hey, you know, I people don't have to sleep with you, dude. I like, can't that's even not... fathom that. Like, it's just male privilege and, like, toxic masculinity just, like, to the nth degree that just denied like or yeah. wrongfully, wrongfully denied like not even just denied wrongfully denied like wow here's a little lesson to anyone listening to this podcast wherever our voice reaches to just a little lesson um you can never wrongfully deny someone no. sex no you can deny them sex yeah and that's fine yeah and you should do that if you want to 
That's really, that's where that starts and ends. But it's right never there. wrongful. No. You are never wronging the other person. No. By not allowing them to have sex with you. Like, it's Or so... do anything with you. Yeah. Anything that involves consent. Just, it's one of the most horrifying groups that exists out there. Yeah. And, um. It's so scary to, like see what they say and what they like wholeheartedly believe and like we've talked about it on the podcast before but like um the mall that I work at has pickup artists constantly meeting there yeah or meeting in Young Dundas Square and then going into the mall and like trying out things and that's like the pickup artist culture if you will (laughs) is very much these incel people who think that they have a right and that having techniques taught to them they'll be able to like win over people and like Mm -mm. show them ladies wrong like yeah it's uh uh, it's horrifying i don't like i know you follow her on twitter and i'm not gonna like say her name on the podcast because i don't want to like air out her issue but a girl that zoe and i went to high school with um basically a couple years ago got doxxed by a bunch of like men's rights activists because she attended a protest at her university yeah um peaceful protest she wasn't wasn't doing anything wrong much like most protesters aren't doing anything wrong um and this entire community of these pathetic little men that are just so angry at women just completely attacked her and she was literally like still a teenager when this happened yeah and they like put all of her personal information online sent her like death and rape threats like it was just horrible and i'm pretty sure she said that like the faculty at u of t did absolutely nothing yeah like i remember when this was going on like i saw it happening on twitter Mm. like when it was like actually like in the midst of everything happening and I just, like, didn't know at this point in my life, like, anything about, like, who these people were, yeah. other than it was, like, super scary. Yeah. And now just, like, looking back, and it's, like, from that point to now, the fact that universities know about these people, mm-hmm. internet communities like Reddit and, like, Tumblr and Twitter and 4chan and whatever, yeah, all know about these groups and have done absolutely nothing to deal with it at yeah. all is just really... Like, look what's happened now. A major city here in Canada, which people like to believe is somehow above everyone else. People like to think that Canada is immune to things like this, and it's not. It's not case in point. There's been so many, like, what is it, like, the top? I was just trying to find yeah. the tweet that Laura retweeted, or she liked. I can't remember, and I couldn't find it because yeah. I'm not prepared. But the three largest, largest like, mass killings or whatever in Canada have been basically perpetrated by angry men who are mad at women. Yeah. It's all been most like... famously being the um polytechnic shooting in Montreal. Yeah. Um, which was just a man killing a bunch of women because he was mad that they were women and they were in school and they were learning and yeah, just like that's great. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um so yeah, maybe if we start taking women seriously when they go like mm this is scary, this is real, we are being threatened. Maybe if you just, like, listen for a sec and go, okay, let's fix that. Maybe people won't drive vans onto sidewalks and kill a bunch of people in the middle of the afternoon, when it's a sunny day, 
and people are just trying to enjoy the outside and live their life. Yeah. Just walk down the street. Absolutely horrifying. It The area of the city that it took place in is real, like, it was right outside one of the office buildings for my company. Um, luckily, everybody that I know that works in that building was fine, but they were basically able to see it from the yeah. window, and um, I'm sure a lot of them are dealing with oh, yeah. some traumatic feelings. Um, but it's just, it's horrifying. I mean, you, you just want to feel safe. Yeah. Walking down a street. That's Walking really, on the sidewalk. Just, that's really, I don't think that's so much to ask for, but apparently it is. It really is. <sighs> Ugh. It's just absolutely terrible. It's, no. Yeah, it's awful. It's horrible. Um, and it just makes me feel incredibly unsafe now. Yeah. It just, I was saying this to Logan, like, the day that it happened, that, like, Facebook was doing that thing where it tells you to, like, check in. Yeah. And, like, I know it's, like, we talked about, like, naive of us to think that, like, that's not something that we'd have to do. Mm-hmm. But, like, seeing that, like, just made it sink in even more than, like, seeing it plastered all over the news. Like, just going on and just, like, seeing if your, like, friends and people you went to school with or whatever are okay. Yeah. Like, that, it's just... Yeah, it was, like, so basically the first time that I ever saw that check-in thing on Facebook was after the Las Vegas shooting happened, because a friend of mine was in Vegas at the time, and the first thing, luckily, that I saw about it was her checking in on Facebook, so I immediately, before I even knew what had happened, I knew that she was fine, and then I, like, learned what happened, and it was just, like, absolutely horrifying. Um, That's the only time I've ever seen it, because, like, things don't happen here or like I they don't happen to people that like would be affected by it um and so yeah I saw that people were like starting to check in on Facebook and I was like this is just so I hate that Facebook has to have a feature like that because things like this just happen with such frequency that they're like well we better put something in place so that people can easily check that like their loved ones are okay um I didn't check in on Facebook because I was like well I I'm not in, like, North York. Like, yeah. I just... But it's just, like, it's so horrifying. Like, luckily, you know, people that I know personally are fine. But, I mean, like, there are ten people that are dead because of this. Yeah. And, like, countless others who are injured and who will be affected by this for the rest yeah. of their lives. Whether one it's because the they ten... lost somebody or... Yeah. And then one of the ten people is, like, a single mother. Like, really? Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. This is so... So bad. And all these people, all I've seen, of course, is because I'm that person who reads the comments when you, like, absolutely mm. should not be doing that. Um, All the comments on all these, like, news articles are like, oh, better put some strict van laws in, like, trying to uh, yeah. make it an argument about, like, gun control in the states. And it's like, those exist. You have to have a license. You have to be a certain age to drive. You have to be a certain age to rent a car. Like, bad things still happen. Yeah. Like, but well, this is not an opportunity for you to make some dumb point about gun control because it doesn't apply that's in any the way. Thing. I hate those, like, stupid, like, gun nuts who are just like, well, yeah, like, you can regulate them all you want, but, like, people are still going to get their hands on guns and shooting people so often. It's like, yes, you can't 100% no. ban anything or 
put rules and regulations in place that will make it impossible 100% of the time for somebody to do something bad with this. But like you said, if you don't have any regulations or you have super lax regulations, like like they do in the States when it comes to guns, then yeah, things like this are going to happen with more frequency. But like you said, you have to have licenses, you have to be a certain age, like there are more things put in place for you to get your hands on a van. Yeah. And there's also like traffic laws and like it's not that's not part of it like driving on the sidewalk and like mowing down people that's not that's not a thing that's like regular like people aren't like like, yeah and I mean like knock on wood but like this is not something that we see on a daily basis like shootings in the states yeah just like don't use really terrible like tragic events to like make an argument about something unless it's like valid valid and like makes sense i don't care if you want to hold on to your guns or you think that like gun reform is a bad idea because it's not and you're stupid if you think it is um you can't be like oh well you can't just ban vans it's like yeah Yeah, obviously. obviously thank you so much cars are a necessity guns are not like you'll be fine i think if you don't have your machine gun that literally no person in their just no person ever in their life needs that no but sure i it may it like boils my blood when people talk about like well what about like for hunting what if you need guns for hunting if you're shooting a deer with an ar-15 there's nothing left of that deer by the end of it like what are you doing like exactly. what's your end game those guns are designed like it's, go- it's gone they're not designed to kill they're designed to completely like obliterate yeah the target it's like that shouldn't be a thing that's just in anyone's hands. Like you shouldn't be able to like go into a Walmart parking lot no. and meet up with someone from like Craigslist and buy an AR fifteen. No. No like, one that, needs I don't know why that's hard for people to grasp. Like you don't need military grade assault rifles. People in the military probably shouldn't have those no. either, but that's but, like, a hey, matter for a different day. Um but I get it. You know, like, I get that people in the States, like, they have this yeah. amendment, like, the right to bear arms. I get that to some people that matters, and that's important, and that's something that they yeah. care about for whatever reason. Um, no one is take. no one is trying to take all of your no, guns away. just those They're ones. just trying to take away the literal killing machines. Yeah. Like, like if you want to have, like, a little, like, pistol in your, like, sock drawer. If you want to have a handgun. Like, whatever. Go for it fucking go do for all it. your like training or whatever that you have go to through do the proper channel thing background <gasps> checks are a thing that should be implemented yeah. more um and like same with like people who go hunting i think hunting's a weird hobby it, it definitely is weird but you know what if that's what floats your boat if that's what you're into go for it again make sure you have your proper hunting license get the gun legally it's fine but it's just Please. like people are so ridiculous like i just don't understand the mentality of those people in the states who are like well you want to take away our guns it's like no no i it just like my mind always goes back to that tweet that i saw after whichever mass shooting it was oh, yeah it's so hard to keep yeah. up but it was just like person's like i like pizza but if pizza killed you know millions yeah. of people a year I'd be okay with giving it up. Exactly. Like, I don't know why. Like, when you boil it down to that, it just seems so obvious. Even yeah. if you don't, it still seems so obvious. And, like, I places like here in Canada where we do have 
gun laws. Um, they're still shooting. Yeah. I, they're still shooting, but it's not through channels where people can so, like, easily just go and get one. That's, like, there are shootings. It's because guns are being brought in illegally. Yeah. It happens. But also, and again, knock on wood, like, the world's a crazy yeah. place. But we do not have mass, mass shootings, shootings yeah. on a regular basis basis even a semi-regular that basis. shouldn't be a thing that people get used to no and it has become that way it's just it's kind of ridiculous like yes there are shootings it's always unfortunate it i mean they happen sometimes too close to home and like with increasing frequency that makes yeah. me nervous but still we're doing a lot better <laughs> in yeah. that regard than our neighbors so yeah just everyone just like tighten up laws please like, laws um, that are literally responsible for whether or not somebody gets killed. Yeah. Just a thought. What do we know? We're just two girls. Two gals. So, we don't know anything. No. Nothing at all. It's fine. Our opinions don't matter. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's just, yeah, it's been... It's been a, a week. It's just... It's exhausting. I, like... It must have been, like, the day after the incident in Toronto, I went out at lunchtime. I was kind of just, like, walking around and, like, wasn't really thinking about it too much. And the side of the street that I was walking on to get to my destination is under a ton of construction. So they have all of those, like, cement barricades Mm -hmm. up on, like, the side of the sidewalk. And so I, like, and then when I was walking back to work, I was walking on the opposite side of the street, and it's not under construction, so it's just, like, open. Yeah. No cement barricades, like, normal. Um, and I was extremely conscious and aware and, like, starting to panic a little bit because when I was standing at the intersection of Church and Bloor, waiting for the light to change so I could cross, and, like, four white vans drove by, and I was just, like, I could feel myself getting more and more tense, and it's just, it's not a vibe. I'm not here for it. No. I don't want to feel that way when I'm just walking It down shouldn't the be something that you have to worry about at all. Like, no. it shouldn't be. Just people, it was a nice, sunny day. People went out to, like, Mount Lassman Square to eat lunch yeah. in the sunshine. And just something horrific happened. Yeah. Just because someone was upset that no one would sleep with Because some dude is so butthurt that he couldn't get laid. Yeah. Get over it. Just, like, get over it. It's really... Like, you don't get to end the lives of ten people. Just because you're, like... Because you can't find somebody to have sex with. Like, you don't get to do that. No. That's... Uh, that's and it's not just how like, the world works. It's very scary now because it's, like, of course with any incidences like this, whether it be, like, mass shootings or, like, terrorist attacks or whatever, mm-hmm. there's always those people who are, like, incited by it. Yeah. Who are, like, oh, yeah, good for him. Like, whatever. And because of this whole, like, incel community of people, yeah, that's just been, like, heightened. Like, everyone's like, oh, he's a hero. Like, good good on you, bro. Like, well, I think it just says a lot about him that, like, his inspo was, like, Elliot Rogers. Yeah. That gem of a person. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, there's just, like, this scary community. And, yeah, whenever something like this happens, like, it sets a lot of people on edge. But then there's just, like, this, like, tiny little sub- group of like yeah the human species that are like ooh like good job you. you did great like slay me king like yeah. i just just yeah and like 
uh, Reddit or whatever when they were made aware, which I hate that when that's, like, a, <laughs> a thing, when people, like, there's a controversy or whatever, and people are like, well, once we were made aware of this issue, like, we got rid of it. Like, a while ago, they took down yeah. that, like, subreddit or whatever yeah. that was, like, slash incels, and it was, like, where they talked about everything. They took it down. But, like, you can't tell me that before they took it down, like, a bunch of other people were like, hey, hey, probably women. Yeah. Like, this is going on, could you take that down? And they're probably like, nothing, uh, is going against our guidelines. People (sighs) are so reluctant to acknowledge and admit that, like, toxic masculinity is a thing. Yep. And it's just so woven into, like, the fabric of our society that I don't think people even notice it at this point. No. Because, like, even when something like this happens, people don't want to say that it's that. They're just like, well, it's mental illness. Like, no, he very distinctively said what it was about. He he made it very clear. He showed you what, what it was for in his mind. But sure. But, like, yeah, sure, he was mentally ill. We'll go with that, because that's more convenient for you to talk about. Yeah. Ugh. Just men, if you're listening. Our large male demographic that listen to this podcast. Just do better do for everyone. Do so much fucking better. Just for everyone. You do better. Make your friends do better. Just hear someone say something super weird. Just be like, don't say that, bro. That's not cool. Here's a thought. Hold other men accountable. Because you know what? As much as I would like to curse out every man that I have, like, that has ever wronged me in my life or done anything to me, it is not always safe for me to put myself in a position to say something back to him. And let's face it, as men, it's a lot safer for you to confront other men. I'm not saying hashtag not all men. I get it. (gasps) Hashtag. I get it. But yeah, if you are ever like in the general vicinity and you hear a guy say something weird or predatory or just generally creepy to a girl or he's like touching her inappropriately or doing anything. Making her uneasy in any any sort sort of of way. Uncomfortable situation. Maybe intervene. Yeah. Maybe ask her if she's okay. Yeah. If you're on a bus. Yeah. If you're on a bus, you see a weird dude. Not even a weird dude. Just a dude. Just <laughs> hitting on a woman who and is she, not interested. Yeah. And you can tell. You can. A hundred percent. By the face. The body language. Yeah. Non-verbal cues. Wow. Amazing. Just be like, hey, you okay? Leave her alone. Yeah something talk to the bus driver do something just do something because it's that thing of a girl can say no a million times she can you know and like girls are always taught to be like super polite so they like yeah rebuff these things like oh no like whatever but it's like the guy who is like harassing her will never listen it's only until like women are like oh like i have a boyfriend i have a husband yeah blah 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 then they back off like as soon as like another man is in the equation they're like oh okay i'm so sorry for disrespecting you yeah like now i'll take you seriously because you're quote-unquote property of another man (sighs) that's just it's great it's really fun that this is something that women have to deal with so on a daily basis yeah that's really great um so ladies just stay safe we love you and support you. We love and support you. 
Um, and men, please do so much goddamn better. Please. Thank you. Thank you. This has been a PSA. <laughs> what else with this crazy week? Oh god. That like that's that's only Monday. That's yeah, that's the first day of the week. I just Monday. Just what a rock and start to the week. Wednesday was Wednesday was. It was. Wednesday was a wild day. Start to finish, just pure wild. It was like eight years rolled into a single day. Yeah. And like so many different things. Like not even just like one thing to focus on be like, that's a lot. It was like everything and nothing made sense. And then there was things that were like great and then things that you're like, oh no. And it just Everything was popping on Wednesday. So, where do we even start here? Let's Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's fill in the blanks with Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday. Logan and I have been reading or have read. Um, why did I just forget the name of All the book? All be gone in the All dark. be gone in the dark. Yeah. So, um, Zoe just finished reading it, and on Tuesday, I was finally like, "Oh, I'm gonna go out and buy it for myself." I've been like restraining because like money and I I don't want to spend anything but I just like really wanted to read it so I went out to the bookstore on my lunch break on Tuesday that's when I like almost had a panic attack because I thought I was gonna get hit by a car yeah um went out got the book started reading it that evening Tuesday night I finished reading it so fantastic we're both enjoying the book which is All Be Gone in the Dark by Michelle McNamara with the Golden State Killer FYI uh, Wednesday morning, I wake up and true crime Twitter is going oh. off because <laughs> they found him. They caught the man who they allegedly believe to be the Golden State Killer, aka the original Night Stalker, aka the East Area Rapist, aka the Ransacker. Ransacker. <laughs> It's a lot, guys. It was, I have never felt in my life so much adrenaline in my body. It was exhilarating. I felt like I personally had found a killer. Like, I was like, yes, we've done it, guys. It felt like such a team effort. It was. It, like, it just, it was a lot of feelings. And a lot of exhilaration. It was so exciting. And it was just, like, especially strange because, like, I had literally just bought the book the day before. And I had been, like, talking about it with my mom. And I was like, yeah, like, I'm so excited to start reading this. And then I woke up the next day and they're like, we caught it! Yeah. (laughs) I was like, what the hell? I literally was saving because I, like, it was such a good book. First of all, if you haven't read it or you haven't thought about reading it yet, go and get it and read it because it's phenomenal. Yeah. Um... I was saving, I had, like, one chapter Mm. left, and then the, like, end, like, written by Patton Oswalt. That's what I had left, and I was like, I need to savor this, because I don't want it to end. And then, I was like, okay, you know what, like, what I just have to do it, I want to read it. Yeah, you gotta finish it at some point. So I read it, went to bed, woke up, and they found him. I was like, what is going on? It was amazing. It's so exciting. It 
is just like I can't even express how exciting it is. And it's so interesting now, like as I'm reading it, and it's like more details are coming out about um, Joseph D'Angelo, who is the alleged Golden State Killer with a hundred percent DNA match. We love DNA. DNA. We love DNA. DNA. Um, it's just, it's so fascinating. And I mean, it's bittersweet, of course, because Michelle McNamara passed away back in 2016. And so, you know, after spending years of her life dedicated to this case, she isn't here to see it through to the end. But, uh, despite what law enforcement want to say, I think her book was definitely, um, responsible in part for... Just keeping the pressure on yeah. and ultimately catching the guys. So, so. I was texting Logan yesterday because there's that prefs. Prefs? <laughs> wow. We love speaking. There was that press conference yesterday about, or Wednesday, about all the, like, the findings, the arrest, and yeah. everything like that. And someone asked, like, oh, do you think, like, I'll Be Gone in the Dark by Michelle McNamara had any sort of like influence on finding him and immediately he was just like nope no it did not so quickly and it was like that is just not correct that is not correct because like a bunch of people have read her book or have followed her cases from when she started writing about it first yeah in like newspapers and online publications yeah i don't think you can like completely discredit her work like i said like when zoe and i were texting about this yesterday like or maybe I can't even remember who was saying this too, but like, yeah, there's no one definitive thing that was like that entirely solved the case. Yeah. Like, yeah, of course, it's like the DNA in the end that like got him, but like there was so much work and time and effort that was put into this case over the last 40 years, including the work that Michelle McNamara put into it. And so to just like discredit it by being like, no, her book had nothing to do with it is just like. Such a slap in the face, I think. And, like, everyone who's been paying attention to this case in any sort of way knows that's not right. Mm -hmm. Like, they know that that's, like, the pressure, like you said, was kept on because of Michelle. And that's such, like, I mean, definitely that's such an important part of any case, especially a cold case like this. Um, Once you lose public interest, I think you're kind of done for. And, like, I don't, did you listen, you did listen to the My Favorite Murder they talked to um, Billy Jensen, is yeah. that his name, about um, the recent arrest and everything. And he was just saying, like, yeah, like, maybe her book didn't solve it, mm-hmm. but it helped. Like, the writings helped. So there was, before that, there was one cold case yeah. file episode about it or something. And, like... That's the thing. Like, it was not an incredibly well-known case. Um, and I think like, that's due in part for the fact that so long they weren't able to link everything together. It wasn't until DNA came along that they were like, oh, DNA. you mean to tell me that these are <laughs> the all related? The John Mulaney thing? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but Patton Oswalt, who is Michelle's husband, uh, tweeted basically just saying, like, they may not have given, like, direct credit to her but anytime they call him the golden state killer like they're, they're exactly. crediting her because she's the one who coined that term um and that's what he's known as and so they can sit on their high horses and try to take credit for it but just by virtue of the fact that they are referring to this man as the golden state killer 
Michelle's influence. Yes, just like that's that really sums it up. Also, was very irritated in the press conference. I don't know if you heard that part or had cut out of that part yet. But when he just started talking, one of the guys just started talking about how great police officers were. Were you there for that? Um, I watched everything up until they, like, did the Q&A portion. Okay. So if it was before that, I did, but... Um, yeah, because this dude, who they suspect is the Golden State Killer... Is a former is cop. Is a former cop, which details of the case, wow, makes so much sense. And it's like, wow, cops have never done anything bad no. before. So... Because of that, I felt like one of the guys who was speaking, I don't remember who he was now, was just, like, overly being, like, blue lives, like, over everything. And I was like, okay, but he was a police officer, too, and he's he's not great, you know, Definitely, definitely not Not great. a good guy, I would say. Not great, Bob. Um, yeah, he just wanted to, like, a speech about how, like, None of this would have been solved if it hadn't been for, like, police officers and all their hard work and this is what they do. Like, only people who want to help people go into police, like, policing and, like, all or this stuff. Or only people who want to, like, have guns and be able to shoot people and have, like, power abandon. over people. But, like, that's fine. So he went on that before they kind of, like, introduced mm-hmm. more details about right. who he was. And you were like, hmm, Interesting. I get it. I'm like, I do not mean to disparage any of the detectives who worked on that case because, yes, obviously, the detectives who worked on that case did, like, a great job and, like, whatever. But, um, historically speaking, (laughs) police officers, not always the best people. Just saying. And this is not the first time that... (laughs) A murderer Turned has out. been a police officer. Yeah. Weird how that happens. And uh, it's not the first time that a police officer has misused his position of power. And it just, like, makes so much sense now, like, looking back at everything, where you're like, oh, yeah, there could, there's probably so many times where he was, like, almost caught, but his police officer buddies were like, oh, it's him, like, whatever. Yeah. See you later, Joe. Exactly. Imagine how much sooner if there wasn't, like, a super buddy-buddy situation in policing. But hey. Hey. We'll never know now. We can only do better in the future. God. I'm just so happy that they caught him. I'm so happy that that fucker's still alive. Yes. Um, it makes me extremely angry that he's been able to live out the last 30 years of his life in peace. He has a family. Yeah. That makes me extremely angry, um, because he ended other people's lives way too soon or traumatized them to the point where I don't know if they were ever able to enjoy life as much. Yeah. Um, because they were constantly looking over their shoulder. Um, but I'm so happy that that guy will spend whatever little life he has left remaining in his body behind bars somewhere because that is less than he deserves and the way they said it like they talked about this in my favorite murder too the way they like phrased how they got him made it sound like he was trying to like quickly kill kill himself himself before they could Mm -mm. get him but they got him and thank you for getting him you don't get to take that way out i also feel like because of like how close it is to like the book coming out Mm -hmm. and finding him that 
whoever, like, someone who knows him read the book and was like, hey. Like, I just have a feeling that someone was like, um. Well, I, like, I am, like, I am dying to hear more details about how they, like, found him. Yeah. And how they, like, zeroed in on him. Like. Yeah. Who the tip came from. I think it has to be someone like, a family member. Like, I'd be interested to know if it was, like, someone in his family. Like, one of his kids or, like, yeah. someone really close. It was just, like, hmm. Because I, that must be, like, the most horrifying thing, though, to, like, be reading through oh, something. God. yeah. And have that, like, realization and be, like, I know this person. Yeah. That's horrifying. I love, side note, I just, like, I was reading, I think it was reading it last night, so it was after the news broke and, like, people were talking about it. But it was just, like, one of the descriptions of the assailant was that he had a small dick. And I was yeah. just like, that's so delightful. Yeah. That's in the, the book all the time. Every time they mentioned it, I was like, oh, it's mentioned, like, I hope lot. he read it. I hope so. I hope that he's forced to read it while he's in prison. Be like, you're... I the, no, worst. the only part I want I want them to I want them to black out everything, everything except yeah. the parts that mention that he has a small penis. Yeah. That sounds great. That's great. Um so I mean like that was that was such exciting news. Like I literally have never felt so like literally exhilarated it from it. It took like, me back yes! to our one direction days. It did. And like it the excitement did. that I felt. When they would do anything. Oh, anything. A live stream. <sighs> oh, that. It was just, like, pure. I was, like, screaming. I was, like, I felt like I had to tell everyone. Yeah. Texted my sister. She doesn't care. I was, like, they found him. <laughs> it was so great. I was, like, talking to my mom about it. She, like, emailed me at one point at work and was, like, he was an ex-cop. And I was, like, I know. I'm watching the <laughs> press conference right now. I was at work watching it on my, like, my phone on my desk, my headphones. And I was, like sneakily glancing at my phone um it was just it's so exciting i what a yeah what a time to be alive i i'm just it the chances of him being alive this being such a cold case were just so slim well that's the thing everybody just assumed he had died and then oh please go read the book for the love of all things holy it is so good like i can't even it's phenomenal. Oh, I'm a little, enough. I'm about halfway through, a little bit under halfway through, and I'm just, I, oh, it's so good. It's, oh, it's written so well that it's, like, unbelievable. I don't even. I think that even if you're not necessarily into true crime, I know a lot of people, like, wouldn't think to read it if they yeah. weren't, but I think, I mean, it's just so like wonderfully written that mm. even if you're not like a true crime person I think you would still really enjoy it just because Michelle has such a beautiful way of like telling this story yeah. um so was it my someone on my favorite murder who like called it like fact fact prose or something oh, like that oh yeah is that yeah, 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 yeah. because that some like that was just so perfect that yeah. was like hitting the nail on the head it's just like written beautifully and it's a horrific story yeah like she gives you all these, like, really, like, dry information about, like, DNA and, mm-hmm. like, coding DNA and different types of this and that. But it's so... Oh, it's just so good. It's fantastic. Um, yeah, we're gonna do our favorites later on, and I think it's probably gonna yeah. be both of ours <laughs> for this month. Ding, ding. Um, yeah, so that was the vibe. And then, 
some news that we got today, which was also good news. Uh, Bill Cosby has been convicted. Good riddance. Rot in jail. Speaking of old men that deserve to go to jail. (laughs) America's dead. Rotting where he belongs. Yes, dad. Um, yeah. Sadly, it was not what I was expecting. And then it's just so good that it wasn't what I was expecting. You know, isn't it sad to just go into things like that being like, nothing will come of this. Yeah. Have a great day. Yeah. Like, that was my whole mindset leading up to this. I was like, well, it's going to be the same as every other Well, exactly, because... Last time it got declared a mistrial, and then they're like, we're taking it back now, and I was just like, okay, well, nothing's gonna come of it because it's a sexual assault case, and we all know how those are yeah, handled, and so it was just so heartening to see that he actually was held accountable yeah. for his actions, albeit much, much later in life than he should have been, but hey, you know what? Better late than never. And seeing the women come out of the courtroom just, like, sobbing and hugging each other, I was, like, crying. Just, like, tears mm-hmm. everywhere. It's I. It's just so wonderful yeah. that they finally like, got Like, he's getting what piece. he deserves, and they're getting what they deserve, yeah. so it's great. So, I mean, like, in the world of crime, it's been a good couple of days. It's... We're in the world of crime. You were over that sentence before. It was like even. I was like, this doesn't mouth. make sense. <laughs> um, in the world of criminal proceedings, it's been a good day or a good week or something. It feels like a day, but also like several years. I feel like I've aged about eight years. Yeah. this week. Yeah, that seems that seems very accurate. I am just. It's been a roller coaster of emotions. I'm a beautiful singer. We've mentioned it already. It's been no mentioned. need to dwell. We won't. No need to dwell. Don't worry. Careful. <laughs> what else? I don't what know. Else? What else is on your list of things? Oh, God. Oh, the fat suit thing that you sent me. Oh, yeah. I didn't actually read the article. <laughs> I just sent I meant to read it. There was yeah. so much happening this week, you guys. There there really there really was a lot. But some brief backstory. They're doing a movie about our former mayor, um, Rob Ford. And Ever heard of him? I'm a little guy uh-huh. named Rob Ford. The um, name dropping like the worst person to name drop. I mean, let's not speak ill of the dead. <laughs> I will. <laughs> I love when people do that about, like, bad people. They're like, well, now, let's not. (laughs) Like, he was terrible. I'll say it in life and death. He's a great person. Um, So they're making a movie about him and his scandals, and he's being... (laughs) Continue. No, continue. They're making it, like, one of those, like, anthology kind of things where it's, like, three stories of, like, different reporters, and it's all, like, based on... But it's not supposed to, like, actually be Yeah, because they got so much flack because, like, there was, like, this one female reporter who basically, like, broke a story about Rob Ford. And, like, the, I guess, like, the general idea was that this movie was going to be based on that. And then they cast a male lead to play this 
what people yeah. thought was the part of this female reporter. And so everybody is like, that's um, kind of messed up. Yeah. Um, and then they're like, oh, no, um, it's, it was it's like loosely a based on... <laughs> <laughs> a whole lot of backpedaling. Um, anyway, Rob Ford is being played by... Someone who can someone. look less like Rob Ford. Oh, God. Damien Lewis. Trying. He's being played by Damien yeah. Lewis, um, who is a, a thin man. He's a thin man. He's thin for I a man. I watched Angels yesterday, and now that's all I can think of. Uh, he likes to rip people's hair out. He does. Um, Smell it, rub it on his face. Love it. Move on. No, Damien Lewis is a relatively thin man. Yeah. Rob Ford was not. No. He was uh, a plus-sized icon. <laughs> Please don't give us that. You get Ashley I Graham and Rob them. Ford. I don't want them. <laughs> um, and so I saw an article the other day, and I sent it to Zoe, um, basically talking about, like, this whole idea of, like, fat suit acting, and it was actually tweeted out by Megan McKay, who's a very funny Canadian lady, um, and she was basically just saying, like, there are so many other people who are fat who could have played this role. I just can't even imagine, like, the number of people, if you put a call out into the world and were, like, men who look like Rob Ford, who are actors... Come forward. I can't even imagine the lineup they would have. And you pick Damien Lewis in a fat suit? Well, like, I was gonna really? say, like, I could throw a rock down the street and hit, like, five guys who, who look, look like, like Rob Ford. <laughs> I'm sure one of them's an actor. Like, you gotta be. Or someone would love to pursue it as a career. And at least give him a try. But, yeah, I just... Um... Um... <laughs> I just... It's so smart. like so weirdly Canadian in the last couple of episodes. In, in, in the car. Let's rap, not get back into rap, that again. Rap for it. Um, but it's just, yeah, like there are people who I'm sure would have been very like thankful for this opportunity and it could have really launched their yeah. career and you wouldn't have had to pay extra money for a fat suit. Okay, let's just start right at fat suit. Okay. No one believes that person is fat. No fat suit I've ever seen has has been believable. I will say, Toby on This Is Us. Oh, okay, fair, fair. When I found out that they had him in a fat suit, I was... I always forget. See, okay, that one will give you a pass. That's the only good example of fat suit. Everything else, I'm like, I see the layers Yeah, no, they, like, are very visibly not good. Um, But it's just, and it's the same thing that they do with, like people of color they're just like why cast a black person asian person latino person in this when we could just have a white person solid idea emma stone's free right yeah yeah she's hawaiian she can pass for asian Asian? question mark sure if you close your eyes just cover if you close your your eyes completely completely. and imagine an asian person emma stone looks so so much like an Asian person when you do that. It's unbelievable. Uncanny. If you just picture an Asian person yeah. in her place. You just look at a picture of Lucy Liu in front of her. And you're like, oh yeah. Yeah, I see it. Wow. Great. Um, So I completely lost my train of thought on that one. But we just how, go into tangents. How it's fine. about, here's a drastic idea for Hollywood. Whoa. How about when you ready? have a role... <laughs> Oh, I have several. When you have <laughs> a character that you're trying to cast, and like let's say that character has certain physical characteristics yeah. 
that are obvious to the human eye. Find an actor that fits those characteristics. Whoa, Logan, slow down. Like, it is possible to find a fat actor, a black actor. It's very possible to find a fat, white, older man in America or Canada. Anywhere in the Western world. Just, hey, (laughs) just a thought. Like, that was not a hard role to fill. No. But, okay. But sure. Damien Lewis Lewis in a fat suit. He looks exactly like him. Yeah, again, if sense. you close your eyes <laughs> and hold up a and picture, hold up of, a picture Rob of Rob Ford, um, it's yeah. it's fantastic. We Just love like it. Just like hire people who are actually those things in real life. Yeah. Just, wow. Concept. They exist. Crazy. Wild. 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 What else this week? Just, there's so much. What else is on the list? Kanye West. Oh, Jesus Christ. I literally muted the word Kanye on Twitter. Yeah, I know, I can't. I couldn't take it anymore. I can't. It's just, his album's coming out. That's it. That's really, like, that's what's going on. He's posted a picture of himself in uh, a mega hat. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Talking about how him and... Donald Trump or what Dragon Brothers or something? It was something like that. They're Dragon something spirits energy. Dragon energy. That sounds right. Maybe I was, I'm just saying words and dragon and hoping well, for the best. Well, he was just typing words and saying dragon, dragon. hoping for the best. Um, so hoping, hope. What is wrong? Oh, oh, oh dear. <laughs> oh. We're just going to morph into more Canadian oh, as this goes on. Going out for a rip? I swear to God, who <laughs> says that? You've never heard people say that? Not in real life. No. East Coast. I'm from the city. <laughs> I don't know her. Going out for a rip? Like, what does that even mean? A drive. Just say drive. Why not say rip? Because no one knows what that going means. Going out for a rip? In the car. <laughs> I've literally, like, I've I've heard people, like, say that in jest. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> in, jest. in the media to, like, make <laughs> fun of Canadians. Please. But I've never heard someone in real life say, let's go out for a rip. Go out for a rip. Going out for a rip, are you, bud? Oh, That's Jesus a song. Christ. I'm gonna start singing. Um, what else? Connie was like, I don't even want to spend anyway, time on it. Just, it's a mess. If He's, you want to explore Godspeed, he's a Trump supporter. He lost, like, a lot of followers, like, billions of followers yesterday. John Legend tried to talk sense into him. <laughs> and promote his new song, which was respect. great. I do respect that. Um, it, I can't. I, it was exhausting. Yeah, it, 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 and it was, it was so funny, because, like, I was just, when I was looking through Laura's tweets, trying to find that thing yeah. that she retweeted, I saw a tweet of hers from the other day that I hadn't seen, and it was like, I don't even follow Kanye on Twitter, but Marcus Stroman keeps <laughs> liking his tweets, so they keep coming up, and that's what kept happening to me. Like, I don't, fo- I don't follow Kanye on Twitter anymore, but Marcus kept liking all of his tweets, so they kept Marcus showing Stroman, up. please, do like, better. That's why I had to mute him. <sighs> like, I had to type in Kanye so and mute it. Is on this here. Listy Lou. Um, my two stories. Robbie Turner. Oh my god, yeah. We meant to talk about this last week and completely forgot. Robbie Turner. 
drag queen extraordinaire, maybe, <laughs> um, from, what, season nine of Drag Race? Uh, he, apparently, <laughs> was in- This is the weirdest story of all time. He was in a car crash in an Uber, and apparently the Uber driver died, died in the, the crash. Scene. DOA, dead on arrival. <laughs> Robbie was fine. He had a persevered, survived in this world that sometimes seems challenging. Um, so then when people were like looking into it, they're yeah. like, "Oh my god!" Like we're Robbie, so- Robbie, we're so happy you're alive. Like you made it. <laughs> Thank you. So like people are like looking into this because they like wanted to like write news stories about it because like a yeah. car crash, <laughs> somebody died. Like it involves a drag like, queen, in the, like public Um. No records could be found of A, a car crash, and B, an Uber driver dying. Like, Just, like, no death was reported. Like, reporters were, like, reaching out to, like, hospitals and Uber and, like, local police stations. And everybody's like, no, we don't have any records of this. They're <laughs> just like, Robbie, are you... Are you sure? And, like, people are trying to, like, reach out to Robbie Turner to be like, um, like, could we maybe get some more details? <laughs> and, like, just, like, just any, and there's, like, silence. no, like, dead silence. Uh, Uber driver, dead silence. Mm, like, nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and everyone's like, um, oh, let me read, this is Robbie Turner's tweet oh, about yes. the incident. I just woke up. I've been in a car accident. I didn't recollect it. I'm not certain what happened. My driver did not survive. I'm home with barely a scratch, but when I was informed of what actually happened, my closest family and friends came to mind. Wear a seatbelt. I did. We love a PSA. We love a we PSA. We do here, honestly. Um, last night on my way home, my Uber was struck by a drunk driver. That's another thing that was no, like, accident, no, drunk driver, no, death, <laughs> no. Like, well, I, and this is what I was saying to Zoe when we, like, initially were reading about this. It's like, why... If you're gonna lie about something, why lie about something like this? Easily checkable. That is so easily fact checkable. Like, there are records of this, Robbie. I, I just. Or in this case, there are no there records are none. of this. Zero records. In a normal situation like this, there's a car accident that gets reported to the police. So the police would have a record of that. Um, Uber would have a record of that mm-hmm. if one of their drivers was involved. Died. Uh, yeah, the coroner's office might be involved if there For was sure. a death. For sure. Um, no, but it's totally fine. No, that's fine. no one knows anything no. about it except you. Weird. <laughs> I mean, thanks for telling us. We had to know. I can't believe everyone's lying to us except Robbie Turner. Robbie Turner um, saved us. I closed my eyes briefly and it happened. I heard it, but hit my head. It was over. They ran tests at the hospital but outside of my shoulder feeling jammed and my right eye hurting, <laughs> I only have a bruise. You Grateful. know when people, like, offer too much detail and it's like, you know they're That's lying. That's immediately when you know someone's lying. They're like, yeah, so right. I went, like, down this way and then there was, like, a person, but he was wearing, like, short pants and, like, <laughs> I was wearing a sundress. <laughs> like, you're like... My shoulder's jammed and my right eye hurts and I have a bruise, but, but I mean, like... There's, like, a spot above my eye, my right eye. My, a little bit of a yeah. dark, like, bruise Just underneath it, bit. about, like, an inch to the right yeah. of my right eye. It's how you always can tell when people are lying, is because they provide way too much detail. It's like, you just be like, oh yeah, I was in a car accident, like, my shoulders, like, it right, feels messed up, and I have, like, a couple bruises. That's, That's it. That's all the information. That's all. Like, my right eye. I feel, oh my god. 
Kimchi tweeted. Oh my god. Sad to think I was living while an imaginary driver was dying. <laughs> Broken heart emoji. The tweets from the drag queens were Trixie, the funniest things. Trixie posted drag race fans and Uber and then a picture from Clueless that said, hey Cher, is it true gang members tried to shoot Ty? <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, it was just so funny. Someone also tweeted, I can't really like describe it, but there's like the Kermit oh. gif of him like pulling up and looking shocked and it says when the Uber driver that Robbie Turner killed off picks her up again. <laughs> there were so many funny tweets that came out of it. It's just a completely ridiculous situation. Um Robbie Turner lying about being in a fatal car crash for no discernible reason is the actual gag of the season. (laughs) (laughs) For no discernible reason. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh, dear lord. Just, yeah. We need some laughter in our life. We do. After this really interesting week. Um, we need that. So uh, thank you, Robbie. Thank you. Thank you, the service of your dead Uber driver. Robbie thank you. turned her. Turned her. Anything else? Monthly faves, Should I think, is really... get into the faves? This episode's gonna be a long one. It's a big boy. Long boy. <laughs> ben oh. Ben Noodle. Oh, it's the uh, Ben Ben the Snake. <laughs> long boy. Ben Ben Noodle. <laughs> Delete. <laughs> Go look that video up immediately. Uh, it's um, yeah. Snack. Monthly faves. Go go for it. I really just have two. They're not exciting. Um, except the book that we just previously spent a lot of time talking about. Yeah. Just like one of the best books that I've ever read ever. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. It's, so good. it's just yeah. Please read it. So that monthly fave. Yeah. Love also. The new season of Silicon Valley is hilarious and wonderful, and I'm so glad it's back. And songs, T.J. Miller. And really, that's all that matters, is he's not there. There's there's none of him, which but is great. But a whole lot of Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> yep. <Okay>. Yep. <laughs> okay. You got it? Nailed it. Um, that's really all I can think of at this moment in time, but they're my faves, for sure. For sure. Sure. What about you? Um, so also, I'll Be Gone in the Dark by Michelle McNamara, which we mentioned and talked about at length. Um, I'm not done it yet, but I am loving it. And as Zoe said, not only is it like one of the best true crime books that I've ever read, but I would say it's like one of the best books overall that I've read yeah. in a long time. Um, so that for sure. Also, I watched a documentary on Netflix. It's Joan Didion, The Center Will Not Hold. That was really well done. Um, I've been reading still. I haven't gotten through it because it's just, like, sad. Um, But The Year of Magical Thinking. And so it was nice to, like, watch that. And it just kind of, like, offers some more insight into her life. Uh, So I would highly recommend that if you are interested in her as a person at all. And then my last favorite is a TV show on Netflix the Alienist. Oh. Um, I hadn't really paid any attention to it, but they were talking about it on My Favorite Murder there like a week or two ago. And I was like, hmm, (laughs) intriguing. Um, So then I convinced my mom to watch it with me and we're not done yet. We have like 
four episodes left, I think. But it is, like, actually, like, it's fucking me up. Yeah. Like, it is... Ooh, there have been moments where I, like, get chills. Ooh, I need to watch it. It's so good. Dakota Fanning's in it. I love her character. She plays such, like, a badass, feisty, just, like... Yeah. Oh, love her. Um, And then also Luke Evans, who's, like, super cute. Uh, He's in it. And then some other people that I, like, don't know. But everyone's wonderful. Um, It's... It's chilling. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. I'm excited to watch it. It kind of, like starts off I don't want to say it starts off slowly because like it literally starts off with like a police officer finding a dead body okay but I feel like the first episode is kind of like a little slow okay it doesn't like and then it like right slowly like it grabbed me just because like I knew yeah I was like this is going somewhere mm-hmm. but then it's kind of like slowly builds and like now it's at the point where I'm like I am terrified I really been enjoying it. Um, I need to watch it. I trust Logan's TV opinions more I than have anything in this world. Great, like opinions on everything, um, <laughs> but especially TV shows and movies. <laughs> Except she didn't like chewing gum. I didn't. And I have a lot of questions about. I that. feel like everyone loves it, and I just it was too cringy. Cringy. Like I get such bad secondhand embarrassment from things. And everything she did, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> it was so funny. I know, everybody else that yeah. I talked to who watched it, like, loves it, and I was like, I just, I couldn't. I couldn't <laughs> I, do it. I get it. It's fair. I respect you. And your opinion. Yeah. Still. Forever. Thank you. Yeah. You're so welcome. Also, an reoccurring monthly fave, Torch White <laughs> Because that's all I can oh think about. Oh my god, about. yes. I completely forgot to like, mention I'm this. Like, I'm drooling and thinking about it. This is the last episode that Zoe is doing as a 23-year-old. <laughs> just the, what if it's just the last episode I will be I'm taking doing. this over solo um, starting next week. No, it's Zoe's birthday on Yay. Sunday. Um, which is very exciting. We love a birthday girl. <laughs> we do. We love. I'm just excited to eat sushi we're going out for all you can eat sushi um which i think we're all excited about <laughs> nom, nom, nom. i cannot wait um so yeah so please join me in wishing zoe a happy birthday oh thank you happy birthday happy birthday flavio this is my boyfriend flavio happy, happy birthday, birthday flavio, flavio. <laughs> <laughs> anything else um, you know, I'm just gonna say it. Follow us on social media. <laughs> oh, she went there. <laughs> Ooh. You heard me. Um, we are on Instagram and Twitter at honestlypod and facebook.com slash honestlypod. We also have an email address. Still haven't gotten any mail from you guys. Just, just saying. Just throwing that out there. But it's the honestlypodcast at gmail.com. And oh yeah, we have a website and it's the honestlypodcast.wixsite.com slash home. Don't forget the slash home. <laughs> slash home. Um, and as always, it would mean the world to us if you would rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes. If you write us a review, we'll do something. We'll give you a sticker or we something. We have stickers. We have stickers. This is this is what we're doing. If you write us a review on iTunes, screenshot it, screenshot it, email it, it, tweet it to us, email it to us, do what it, snail mail it. I don't care. 
uh, we will send you a sticker. Yeah. And honestly. With our cute little faces on it. An Honestly Pod sticker. Limited edition. Truly. Kind of. <laughs> um, so yeah. If that's not enticing, I don't know what is. Is that it? That's all. All right. Bye. Bye.